Okay, so then, so I, I love how this conversation has been going, yeah. but I guess if we could just all take turns in terms of the question specifically, and it could be yeah. one example, but how has, um, how has like growing up in an immigrant household like shaped you? And this could be like in terms of your character, in terms of your outlook on life, kind of drawing on everything that we've talked about, but yeah. what, yeah, how has it like impacted you? Yeah. I think for me personally, acceptance was a huge thing. Mm. Like um, being accepted for who I am. Mm. Um, and that's for me personally. Maybe other people might have, you know, different, you know, issues and stuff like that. But for me, um, I think there's this book called Five Love Languages. Mm. And it talks about how different people receive love or mm. could give love to mm. their spouse or if they're in a relationship of any sort. And um, one of them is acts of service. Mm -hmm. So the way my dad receives love is if I do something for him. Mm -hmm. um, and if he were to do something for me in order to feel like I'm loved, he would give me affirmation. Mm -hmm. He would give me words of encouragement and stuff like that. But I think growing up in the home, that lacked a lot. Mm -hmm. And the reason being why is because he loved me mm -hmm. um, based off of you got to do this, right? Right, and and if I do that, then I am going to receive love. And so I think for me, growing up in the home, um, I think I don't, I haven't received like words of affirmation. I haven't received encouragement or anything like that. And so I think growing up for me, um, it was hard for me to accept myself, mm -hmm. and it was hard for me to even relate to other people because. Mm -hmm. Um, I was dealing with acceptance issues, mm -hmm. right? And um, I and I noticed this last year again. Mm -hmm. and this is kind of where it all started for me. Is um, I started noticing that the things that I did and even the things that I didn't do mm -hmm. purely came from the root of being accepted or not being accepted. Mm -hmm. um, and so things like you know, let's just say I did something wrong, right? Mm. Um, growing up as a kid, I wouldn't tell that person what I did wrong, just blatantly, just truth up front, because I was afraid that they wouldn't accept mm -hmm. me after telling them that, mm. right? And, and I think, likewise, just in other scenarios for me, I think um, it was hard for me to accept myself and, and really just have the grace for me to make room to like to do wrong, to, to, to fail sometimes. And, and I think I always try to put on this mask of perfection. Mm. And, um, and I think that was the con of, of growing up mm. um, in, 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 in a home like that. Mm. But I think one of the pros of growing up in a home like that is that it developed within me a great work ethic because mm. I learned how to yeah. work. I learned how yeah. to put my hands to the plow and go for it. So, yeah. But I think I think approval and acceptance for me was a huge, huge thing. And um, That's it, so relatable too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, feel, I, was like, I feel like all immigrant parents are the same then. Because yeah. a lot of them is like based on what, like I feel like a lot of their love languages must be acts of yeah. service. Yeah. And Therefore, and we don't all disrespect. Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> don't disobey. That's, right. yeah. That's their love language. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, at what point then? I get. Yeah. So you were saying like acceptance and yeah. like self acceptance. All of that is 
was like one of the consequences um because i'm assuming you've like come you've come to a place where you accept yeah. yourself and all of that did that happen outside of your parents or did that require like you to maybe if it involved forgiving your parents if it involved conversation like what did it look like like did you just come to a place of accepting yourself and kind of healing that wounding you on your own or like with god like was it just yeah. a you and god thing or did it involve like your family totally. and all totally. that like what did that look like yeah i think first and foremost for me it was it was god it was i think god, i yeah. think for me i i realized that um that I didn't have to do something in order to get love, mm. but I did something because I'm already loved. Mm. And I think that was a huge paradigm shift for mm. me yeah. is that, um, for me, it was, it was God who said, you know, you know, if you, if you love me, you obey my commandments. And it's just this idea that first comes love mm. first comes that acceptance from God. And when you understand fully, that acceptance and that love that comes from God, you're actually able to do what he's kind of called you out to do. Mm -hmm. And so I think first and foremost, it was God that really, you know, helped me and, mm -hmm. and by his grace has delivered me from that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think secondly, I did have to forgive my parents. Mm -hmm. I literally had a conversation with them. I sat them down mm -hmm. and I said, this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. um, and this is, this is where I am now. And, I want you to know that it's not your guys' fault or anything like mm. that. It's just maybe the way I received it. Or mm. and, and I think that, honestly, after that moment, it opened up a relationship mm. between me and my parents where they said, oh, like, I understand. And, and, and they were comforting. Mm. And, and, and they approved of me. And they said, Sam, like, you know, we were always proud of you. Mm. And just like, it's not just the fact that they didn't it. vocalize yeah. it. So yeah. it's, not, it's not the fact that, you know, it's they not that they're proud yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. It's just, I think culturally, maybe it's just, it's not as, it's not, you know, it's not, yeah. you know, not vocalized. So yeah. I think, I think for me, yes, I definitely had to like forgive my parents and, and same thing, vice yeah. versa, right? Yeah. And yeah, that definitely helped a lot. Mm. And I think also constantly just, coming to a place with even with my friends where mm -hmm. I, I could just tell them hey I did this because mm -hmm. I have this issue this root issue in mm -hmm. me and I'm trying to get over it and mm -hmm. I just hope that you could forgive me mm -hmm. I'm trying to get better and stuff like that yeah. so I think that helped a lot too so yeah, yeah mm -hmm. for me personally yeah mm -hmm. that's good mm -hmm. that's really good that's so deep Lydia no you go like to go next <laughs> okay you still thinking yeah I'm still thinking um Okay, so for me, kind of aligned with what you're saying, but I think, I guess the con of how it impacted me was identity issues. Yeah. Because um, it's like, when you're a kid, like, yeah, same thing with the, the acceptance thing. Like, when you're a kid, at least for me, all I wanted to do was, like, be the best daughter yeah. I can be to them. Like, because you, I mean, it maybe depends on the, the household, but like, because like a crazy social life isn't encouraged, like your family 
quickly becomes like your friend group, your social life, your <laughs> yeah. religious establishment. Yeah. Like it be, your family becomes your life in a immigrant and especially in a Habesha household because we are very fam- family like centric, which I love that about our culture. Like, like I do appreciate it, but there is ob- it's like it's a double edged sword, right? So I think, yeah, like being a kid and just kind of always striving to like please my parents and like especially please my father and kind of like meet their expectations you don't realize the impact that has on how you look at yourself and your self-esteem when you're older and you're maybe not spending as much time with them maybe because you're whatever like you're at school like for me university was I yeah the first time in my life that I was not with my family as much because I would be at school for like 12 13 hours a day as opposed to in the past it was school and then straight home weekends home right so university was when I had a bit more space and time from them and so now I'm like in my like late teens early 20s trying to figure out who I am and it it almost feels like I have to pick between my needs and their needs and if I address their needs, then I'm a dope daughter, but I'm an unhappy adult. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or I do my needs and, you know, I feel good and I feel liberated and empowered and I feel like a trash daughter and Mm -hmm. then I feel unhappy. So it's, it was was like, it's like a, (laughs) it's a lose-lose. So I think that's definitely been, yeah, probably the biggest thing of trying to understand, okay, what does it look like to be a, a daughter and to be loving and appreciative of my parents um but then also just want to do me especially when doing me might not like align with what they want so a bit of an identity crisis has definitely been an impact but um with all of like the confusion and stuff that comes with family i've like i've never met or i've never experienced like loyalty and just like unconditional love like my family like as 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 much as they might get on my nerves or push me like no one triggers me like my family like have you guys noticed that like and i will never get into arguments with people second i get home (laughs) what do you eat why are you talking yeah like like let's go it's it's such a weird thing of like how like the people you're closest to or you love the most like can like just tap those but so in spite of all of that though like like family till i die like that i will never ever like judge or i'll never question if they have my my best interests in their hearts like i know like in spite of them maybe not understanding what i need or all the time like they have my even even as simple as like with this like podcast like mom is like the biggest supporter or like any sort of endeavor like she's got my back like with my dad he's like if you want to pursue he doesn't know about this but like in terms of like like if i want to do my masters or anything he's like we will help you with that like so um not to throw shade but like friendships are like hard to navigate yeah. you know what i mean because you don't really know what what their intentions are or whatever so yeah like a positive way that like growing up in that household has impacted me is like just feeling that constant support and like that constant sense of like being grounded like okay like work might 
be whatever school might be whatever blah 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 but like at the end of the day i know my family's got my back it's like a nice yeah i i've i had so many conversations with my mom like i was like getting anxious before exam i'd always be like mom like would you love me if i was stupid just like, <laughs> which is, literally i'm like will you will you love me if i failed this exam and she's like of course and i'm like okay we good like and I will never ask that from you people. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm trying. And it's 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 like it's like a weird example, but just like always knowing, like no matter, it's like yeah. the prodigal son story. Oh, you know what? Right? Like no matter what you yeah. end up going through, like that's what I do love about our parents. Yeah. Like they they have a warped way of showing it, mm-hmm. but they do love us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they'll do anything for us. Yeah. And I've seen it, especially even just like with. Amu, like my older sister, having it, like her daughter, and just seeing how like my parents will drop anything mm. for like their grandkid, like they'll drop anything for Cassie because she is their daughter's daughter. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like I've seen like different it's dimensions like of the. It's not just like oh, I. Yeah. It's like I. It's like this I like crazy. Like, it as like. Like a Do you want to hold it? Mercy was like stretching her hand towards me in that yeah. moment, so I thought she wanted. I thought we were having a no, moment. No, I've no always we're not. That, like my friendships with like Canadian people is like this, like oh. close but not exactly. Oh, like touching. right. And then when you compare it to family, it's like they're up in your butt. Oh, yeah. you don't want it, but it's there. They're like there. And then moments where you're like, I don't really like it up there. <laughs> it's like it's great. <laughs> that is great. That is great. I have to answer the question, don't I? Yeah, you do. I don't. We're gonna, you know, you guys watch The Office. Don't disrespect oh, yeah. me. <laughs> fake fan. Michael Scott is like, I start a sentence and I don't know where it's gonna end, but I just go with it. And is that me right now? Yes. Potentially. Potentially. But I'm gonna go with it. I like know the scene and I'm like envisioning it. But um. So wait, wait, why? Are you like nervous? I'm why is it that nervous. you just I'm don't like know where trying, you're saying this? I'm trying to this like. This is a very vulnerable question. It is. It's very emotional. I guess I because I always forget that like people yeah. listen to it. It's <laughs> Maybe that's why it's like, like no, yeah. It, but it's just like I'm trying to think. Right. Because I also don't want to disrespect. Sure. I don't think we disrespected ours. No, didn't at all. Shade. We didn't. I As do I. No, no, I don't think that. I don't know. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Go. Let's think. In terms of con, I think it's similar to what you guys were saying. Mm. I've just like. Actually, it may not be. My memory is so trash. But um. Should I like sing a song while you get your thoughts together? No, no, we're fine. I guess. I guess for me, it was like this. Because when it comes to like immigrant families, and we talk about it a lot, is that. Your life is for them, yeah. and yeah. they think they know what's best for you. Yeah. And when you like are growing up, and that's all you know, yeah. you become too scared to do anything outside of what mm. they think is best for you. And I feel like that was like the biggest con, because there are so many like like you become so dependent on their opinion. Exactly. Gotcha. That you don't even like. I remember being in grade ten and wanting to try out for like the drama play, but yeah. just like knowing that you my parents been so wouldn't good. have liked it. Yeah. Yeah, but, like knowing that they would have thought it's a waste of time. Got they, you. They're like. You're, you're not studying this in the future. What's the point right. of this? Like, all that, it was just, like, it was enough for me not to do it. And that was, like, so many things in junior high and mm. high school. And then when you have to, like, confront that, 
which is like different ages for any everyone but for me mm. it was like the first year it's like that was just like this probably one of the scariest things mm. i think like knowing that i could like choose my own major like you right. think that i would be excited to to be like hey you can study what you want yeah but even that is like yeah because after years of always like conceding to what they want to do exactly yeah even when mm. like like i and like there's so much self-doubt i think at that point because you just can't trust that you're making a good decision because it's not that they've taught you that you can't make good decisions it's just they haven't allowed you to so you don't have that experience to kind of like build yeah so like my first experience of like making my own decision was my major and that was like this is what you're gonna study and even though i chose computer science mm. i still doubted that even though like any person I told is like, that's an excellent field. Like, that's mm, so great yeah, that you cool. chose that. Like, you're going to make mad money. It's a good field. All this kind of mm. stuff. But it was just like, but I know my parents wanted me mm. to do a doctor. Right. Even though I could see the, like, extreme, like, way that I was not compatible to do Right, that, right. I was just like, but they didn't say that for no reason. Right. So I think that was, like, probably the biggest con. Of just, mm. like, that's so interesting. Yeah. You know, because, like, I feel like growing up, Canadians... Canadian kids are always like, oh, like, I want to do soccer. And they're in soccer. Yeah. And it's that simple. It's yeah. like, you can do anything. Exactly. Us, <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> but you can't. You can, but you can weird. do what they think you exactly. can do. Exactly. Because yeah. when it comes to education, yeah. my dad had, like, for, to the day I die, like, I will feel like I can get any master's, any PhD yeah. because of my dad. But at the same time, it's like, you can't do a PhD. Yeah. You can't do a PhD yeah. in these areas. You know what I mean? Like, it's very specific areas that you can do. That you have it. strengths and... Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, I think that is probably the biggest con. Like, just not being able to make your own decisions and that self-doubt. In terms of pros... <laughs> I think of pros. <laughs> no, there's actually so many pros. Yeah, I there's love, so many. Yeah. I love... I, I oh, yeah. No, yeah. I want to hear some. I want to yeah. go for it. Because it sounds like I'm like... It sounds like I'm like... Contradicting? Yeah, contradicting myself. Mm. But I would say like I came out, I feel like, extremely independent. Mm. Because... Like, you're not... Not that nothing's given to you. But it's like, from early on, you're... Like, you act as an adult in many ways. Yeah. And you're not strictly a child. Yeah. yeah. And that was, like, like the ar- article I, like, linked when we were planning this episode was, like, this idea that in Canadian families, it's a very clear ro- role. And I saw it all the time growing up is that when you're a child, you're a child. Yeah. And, like, you don't deal with anything outside of the role of a child. And then when you turn 18, <laughs> you become an adult. Yeah. But in immigrant families, so- you're, like, half-half. For, for your, your whole life, life. that's yeah. so good. You don't good. Get 18 yeah. and become a full adult. There's still many ways where you're a child. Yeah. yeah. But you, like, there, there's some. The responsibility that was thrown onto us. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. grow up very independent. So I would say, like, that was probably the biggest for sure. thing. For sure. Because, like. You've been, you started working exactly. when you were like, young. You started, like, taking care of yourself yeah. and, like, not relying on people. Yeah. So that when you hit 18. It's not, like, the scariest thing to, like, the idea of moving away and all that kind yeah. of stuff. You know what I mean? You're not crying about it. You're yeah. Not, like, this totally. is just life. I got to totally. go with it. Yeah. And those two points. That's why I was, like, No, I so totally get I told, it. And honestly, the independence thing that you touched on, it, it kind of came to my mind earlier when we were talking about, like, that communication gap. And I was, like... I was thinking how sometimes I feel like we, we avoid those conversations or we don't have those honest conversations confrontations with our parents is because 
we try and like shield them from a lot because we're so used to like because something our parents are very good at is like outlining their expectations Mm -hmm. and then there comes a point where they don't even need to like remind you the grades they want the behavior they want they don't they don't need to say it you just know Mm -hmm. and then you start um like supervising yourself and then you get to a point where you put pressure on yourself to like get it together for them yeah and so it's like it's an independence thing which is why like having those conversations of like this is where i'm at this is what i'm thinking don't really happen because we get to a place where we're like okay i gotta make myself all good i gotta get my degree together i gotta get my thing together get my whole life together and then present it to my parents on a platter no no updates no no because i already know if i'm coming with an unfinished project they're gonna be like where's where's the product so in so i totally get what you're saying like it's it is this weird dichotomy of okay we're we're like yeah we're so used to yeah i think it's like in terms of our voice yeah super underdeveloped yeah because even, like, in a household, it's, like, debates. I mean, it's, it is it is different for every household. Like, my family, we love debating. But for the most part, it's, like, it's debating is talking back. So yeah. it's, like, in terms yeah. of finding your voice, nothing. Yeah. But in terms of learning how to cook, clean, like, yeah. get your grace, yeah. get your exactly. ish, you, you learn that from yeah. young. So it's this weird half-child. Yeah. 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 That's, so so say, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. You're like half child, half Yeah. Throughout your life. Because my sister fully has a kid now. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom was like, Did you eat? (laughs) 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 It's weird. It's so weird. It's so funny though. Once and that's the thing, it's like once a parent, always a parent. That's true. So I that's another way of like my heart has softened towards them is like, man. Yeah, like it's it's it isn't like once the kid turns eighteen, okay, I wash my hands clean of them. Mm-hmm. No, it's like that that kid will the always. Community, there's no like age where they'll change. Like I fully see like thirty year olds getting treated the same way yeah. I am, and I'm like, yeah, okay. You're like <laughs> where is that? Yeah, time, you know, like, where is that? Are we language? gonna? Yeah, but like that's just that's just our culture. You know what? Like, you know, as as like you guys are talking, like I'm. Like, more and more, as I continue to, like, understand my parents, I'm starting to realize that I can't depend on my parents to fix the situation or the dynamic Mm. of the relationship Mm. between me and them. Mm. Because there is a one way of thinking from their side, Mm. and and for us, there is a diverse way of thinking. But I think, I think for us, you know, we can't control how people react towards us. Yeah. But we can definitely control how we respond to them. Yeah. And I think ultimately that is going to be the answer mm-hmm. in which there is going to be um, an open and honest conversation between us and them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is like, you know, we can't spaz out whenever we don't understand something exactly. that they're doing. Right. I think ultimately there needs to be, of course, um, a certain refining in our character to get to the place of saying, okay, I understand that 
I, I see that they're doing this and I also understand why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So rather than me reacting to it, how can I respond to it in the sense of so good. how can mm-hmm. I be gentle? How can I be loving? How mm-hmm. can I just even sit them down yeah. and talk with them and be like, hey, this is how I truly feel and, and, and just kind of having that open and honest mm-hmm. conversation. So I think more and more I'm starting to realize that I can't really fully depend on my yeah. parents to fix the dynamic of mm-hmm. our relationship. And yes, there should be something from their part, mm-hmm. but I think all the more, because we have this extensive amount of information mm-hmm. and, and understanding, yeah. I think we should be the ones to take the first step to say, yeah. how can we, you know, how yeah. can we click, you mm-hmm. know, so, yeah. I yeah. totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. And just like a tip for immigrant children or like teenagers of immigrant parents who are kind of like growing up because I noticed that a lot like growing up I have two older sisters and I could see like them like beginning to like tensions with my parents and all that kind of stuff and I remember like as a teen like it really hit me like through it all her parents mindsets don't change Mm. I mean from when we're young to when we're older they are stay like they stay thinking the same way like you're saying like it's the one way thinking the the person who's like mainly changing is us because when we are younger we accepted it when we're older as we get older we begin to like rebel against it Mm. like no I don't agree with this and then that causes all the tensions and they don't know how to deal with our changing perspectives as much as we don't know how to deal with their one way thinking that's that's not changing with us also too it's like we're going from like like our your mindset from like 10 to 25 yeah there's a huge change because yeah. but from like 40 to that's 60 what I'm yeah, that's you've what I'm already like you've come to the agreement this is what i know and and and, I, and the reason i say that is it's not just our parents like we will fully like once we get to a certain age yeah. and we're not immigrants right like mm-hmm. there just comes a point where you have done enough <laughs> Like, or you've, you've experienced enough life to be like, okay, I'm not looking to like change or evolve and you just have to like take it for what it is because yeah, like we are currently going through like these very pivotal years, becoming a young adult an adult, blah, 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 you know, relationships and then kids. But then after you've gone through all of those life experiences and you've, you've accumulated enough like data to form these opinions. I fully am not gonna <laughs> be open my like my mental like window will close after forty. I personally think like How do you know that. I just <laughs> you know 40. what it is. You know I I think I'm a big believer that like it's really hard to like change your perspective. Yeah, but I think we'll be like we'll definitely be more open minded to hearing new perspectives. You say even, that now. Even no, <laughs> you naive twenty two year old. That's because that's, that's, that's how we grew up to be. But anyways. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but like I just, the point is for, like, teenagers. And you know the other thing, too? It's something I'm, like, I, I've, like, I'm worrying about is, like, okay, we have all these, like, ideas of our parents, and we obviously have clear idea, clear opinions of how they raised us and maybe what we would do differently. And I feel like I've said this before in diversity. But the older I get, like, the more, not afraid, but the more, the more afraid I get of, like, not afraid, but the more I feel like I'm going to be the exact exactly. parent that they were. And so now I'm, I really do want to stop coming for them because I don't have a kid. And I have no idea yeah. what like mental, emotional, yeah. physical toll that takes mm-hmm. to like, bro, I'm just thinking about it now. Like if my kid doesn't do exactly what I think, yeah. like it, that can be triggering, you know? And it's like we, we're coming... You have to you have to acknowledge 
like as as much as we've talked about like we have access to all this information and blah blah like yes we do but we do have to acknowledge our own naivety and like at the yeah. end of the day we really won't know what it's like to okay. raise a kid until exactly. we have a kid Facts. yeah but your sister your sister are wonderful yeah Sine. yeah um, mm-hmm. how dare you i'm, I'm just saying i'm just saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just looks good like, you. do you think she won't be as understanding Cassie when Cassie grows up of like Cassie wanting to try new things or Cassie wanting to do things other than what she originally thought Cassie should do with her life because I like to like I get 100% what you're saying but I think there will be a difference for sure I'm not saying like it'll be a copy and paste of like like our our relationship with our kids won't be like a complete copy and paste of our relationship with our parents but like I think there will be more similarities than not. Because, like, at the end of the day, we're still going to be Ethiopian. Like, we're still going to be Habesha. Like, that culture is still going to be embedded in us. Because so much of how our parents are is based off, like, family values, religion. Like, so we're still going to have that. (laughs) Marissa just stuffed her face with a timbit because she knows I'm... But but I love... I think it's always remaining just... just I want a timbit. place of... Yeah. I think I think when someone kind of says I'm done learning and just just chooses to be this is the way I'm going to go. (laughs) I think I think you put yourself in a a, in a problem, like in a tough predicament. Because because that's the thing. I feel like the people (laughs) that is the that are the hardest to get through yeah. are the people that are stuck in one mindset mm, and exactly. not are, and are not willing to be a student or to learn more. Yeah. Like for instance, I'm I'm talking to this. I'm talking. <laughs> what is that? I'm thinking. I'm You're thinking. Talking no, 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 no. <laughs> I just wanted to be known that when I first became friends with Lydia Dudu, uh, you fully careful. said you didn't think people could change. I don't. No, really? no, no, no! Don't lie. After yeah, some, I, after like eight months, you yeah. begin to like change and start to think. You know, maybe people can change. And I'm here to say, no, season two people don't change. No, I think they. No. I've, I've, they I'm, I'm rumored rumored. change. You can't go back. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I don't care. This is two videos. So when children. So when I first this is hold on, hold on, hold on. So when Give I me two more years, I'll change her. So wait, when we first when when we first met, I said people like don't change, blah blah. And then what was the growth that you were talking about? And then you began to reach. You, I remember you texted me and you were like, "Yo, I'm starting to." I was probably on my. We're cutting into time. We're digressing. We're digressing, bro. The Lord is moving in ways I didn't know was possible. And God is good because here she is saying people can't change again. Give me a couple more years. I'm not just putting in work, guys. Putting in work. I love the dynamic of this relationship. It's amazing. Happy one of us. I know, it's crazy. What dynamic? It's dynamic. No, I've, I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. Eh, anyways, go on. <laughs> no, that was just my point, is, is to, to, <laughs> remain, to remain a student. I think if yeah. you remain a student, you'll, you'll always be conformed and molded, and, and you'll understand more, you'll learn more, you'll be actually more understanding of more people. Too. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I can't I even... even have to, I can't even... Un- no, I get it. Honestly, yeah. I, like, I get what you were saying. Yeah. I just can't, like... 
seriously yeah. because I just see her over yeah. here yeah. grinning <laughs> ear to ear. Because I'm excited. But I will say, point. no, it is a good point. Is, it is a good I don't, point. I don't, is it reasonable? I don't know, but it's a good point. That they that they've given up this idea of being a student. Yeah. But I think they've just yeah, how dare you? so many <laughs> traumatic things. Yeah. That they had to reach a point where they were like. Okay, this is what I believe, and this is what Bro, I'm Bro, we've been to go through traumatic things, too. Traumatic you know what? Sorry, we're digressing, but I will... S- speak for yourself. Well, my parents fled countries. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just eating, I'm eating tidbits watching this right now. No, so now you're, you're comparing trauma? Is that what we're doing? Okay. <laughs> is there a high... Yeah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Like, no, I'm playing. No, they did, yeah. And we went through things... We went through things, but oh, dear, okay, sorry. My second preschool. Yeah, he came, her dad was. Shout out to shout my out to my dad. Shepherd. Came here for his master. Shepherd. Came for his master's. Did his PhD. Yeah. Taught here. He did. But um, <laughs> yeah. But I I think we've we've kind of we've squeezed out. We did. All those, but I just wanted to touch. No, hundred percent. And no, I'm. You're annoying. You know. I try. But I did. I did just kind of want to reiterate, or kind of summarize. And they're actually all points that Pastor Stan made. But I think like moving forward, and I'm super excited. Stay tuned for the episode we're gonna drop with my mom. So this this question was. For the kids, and it was how has um, having immigrant parents shaped you, and then we're gonna do one with my mom, and it's gonna be sure. how has raising your kids in Canada, mm. which she always says, she always compares it to Saddam and Gomorrah. What? What is Saddam and Gomorrah? You know, in the Bible. What? Oh, I'm. You're serious. She's like, I'm raising my kids in Saddam and Gomorrah. I love that. You know, like. We'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, her question will be like, how has raising her kids in Canada shaped her? So yeah. stay tuned for that perspective. And I and yeah, it's been great. Like, and I've had these somewhat these conversations with her before. But yeah, I think in terms of this, um, it, it's really important to just I guess like take the situation and understand your dynamic with your parents for what it is and the good and the bad and so you know don't because i think that's what we were all getting at you know like don't don't disregard the bad and you know maybe like make excuses or not address it because it will catch up to you eventually and you will have to address them eventually but at the same time don't also just focus on the bad or you know if you do focus on it like try and see what you can learn from it because at the end of the day like we said once a parent always a parent like your parents will you know god willing will be in your life for for many many years so it's like you do want to kind of see the relationship for what it is and just like don't fall into the trap yeah thinking that they don't care about you 100 percent. the thing is they do yeah and unfortunately they're just struggling showing that yeah and just like once you have that mindset you can kind of come to them with a more understanding yeah i love that yeah outlook yeah and then just the challenge of what ashton was saying thanking our parents bro when he was talking of like being appreciative and grateful and stuff i was i really was thinking i was like when was the last time i've actually like verbalized like thank you for for doing this for me. Thank you mm-hmm. for for praying for me. Yeah. For staying up for me. You know for mm-hmm. doing all those things. So, 
a challenge for all of us is yeah mm-hmm. right yeah. Some theme, I'm like, we complain about not getting words of affirmation and we are out here being the most discouraging children <laughs> We are getting absolutely nothing. We are also truly, nothing. Yeah. Truly. We're focusing on, on them. On them. Yeah. We're pointing fingers at them. Yeah. yeah. Point. Three. You point, and there's three fingers pointing back. I can't. Yeah. Ever heard of that? The more you Today. know. <laughs> Today. Today I heard of that. Blew your mind. Right did. Yeah. Yeah. I saw three fingers looking back, <laughs> and I said, Wow. So thank you, Pastor Sam. Yeah, For all of you the wisdom. You. Can't wait to. That was great. I can't wait till we have kids. Who? Till we have kids. Yeah, they'll be on here and talking. Oh, oh, it's not gonna be. No. <laughs> I hope it's Sammy. Oh my gosh, what if, what if we have kids and they become friends and then they have a podcast? That'd be really cute. Aww. Dennis 2.0. We come at them for not doing it exactly the way we <laughs> That's right. How many times I have to tell you? It's what's up, guys? Practice with me. We become like stage moms. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't wait. God, I've seen what you've done for others. So we are. <laughs> we're gonna play our outro in three, two, one. Wow, guys, that, that was, was great. Hype. That was.